Hello, fellow plant lovers. Welcome back to another episode here on Herbaceous Conversations. And today we're going to be talking about plants and the subconscious mind and how they are all correlated together. Hello, lovely people. Welcome to another episode of Herbaceous Conversations with Back to a Silly. I'm your host, Gloria, and this is a space to delve into the knowledge of plant medicine and empower you with practical and applicable information to enhance your well-being. For more information, visit the website at backtoacilly.com. So the subconscious mind, what does it all entail? Now, Sigmund Freud, Carl Jung, and other experts in the field that really built the entire field that we know of as today as psychology have built certain frameworks for us to further understand who we are as human beings. So this particular framework called the three minds really breaks down the different levels of the mind. Uh, it could be broken down into two folds, but really there's three. So at the top, there's the conscious mind, right? This is our reality. The conscious mind is how we see the world while we're awake, <laughs> hence the conscious mind. <laughs> now, the subconscious and the unconscious mind. Now, this is the lower um, levels of the mind, quote-unquote lower, <clears throat> Now, subconscious, this constitutes about 50 to 60% of the mind itself. And this is really just how we view ourselves, uh, certain beliefs that we hold, and habits that we have in our day-to-day lives. And then lastly, the unconscious mind, which uh, constitutes about 30 to 40% of the mind. And this is where... uh, things get interesting. (laughs) This is where the real work comes in in regards to, you know, trauma healing. This is where all the trauma resides, um, violence, shame, and guilt that we hold. Uh, This is where it lies. And it's interesting because, you know, we have stored memory from birth, and that all resides within the unconscious mind, which is so, it's, it's crazy to think. Carl Jung actually called this part of the brain, the unconscious mind, the quote-unquote collective consciousness. So it's essentially like a place where we're all interconnected, if that makes sense. So this framework built the foundation for a field of psychology that uh, Freud and Jung built together which is uh, psychoanalysis and this field came about as they were working with certain patients that had mental disorders and they were using different theories based in psychology to help them uh, unravel the root cause of their disorders so they would use different practices uh, within you know with their patients Uh, to help unravel, you know, get things out from the unconscious and subconscious mind to bring to the front fold so they can, uh, how do I say, so they can heal, really, essentially. So these techniques include uh, dream analysis, hypnosis, regression, 
and free association. So they use these different techniques and many, many others. Those are just a few to help their patients. And what they found, <laughs> what they found is astounding. Actually, both Jung and Freud, they've written multiple books in regards to these particular um, theories or practices, I should say. Uh, for example, there's an entire book about dream interpretation <laughs> that Freud wrote about to, you know, further understand what these subconscious connections and messages mean for us. Now, how exactly <laughs> can we enter? How how are plants uh, intertwined to this understanding of another layer of human existence? Now, if you look at the history of really just drug intervention, especially here in North America, it's quite it's quite prevalent um, and quite recent, actually. So the whole field of pharmacy, what we know as pharmacy, has changed drastically within the last hundred years. That could be an entire episode on its own, right? The transformation of the psychology field of medicine and healing. Um, and it's quite interesting because right now it's going through a full circle, actually. Because um, pharmacy, it started as, you know, having different concoctions on the shelves, <clears throat> um, different bottles with labels, um, commonly intertwined with narcotics and other questions, what we would now deem as questionable <laughs> substances used to heal. And now we're making this full circle. You know, we've gone through phases of uh, profiting off of medicine solely, right? And not initially assisting people as we should be. And now we're making, it's making a full circle. It's quite interesting to see. Um, now, another aspect of plants and hi history and how it's correlated. Now, if you remember the 80s, <laughs> the 80s era in the United States, um, it was quite hot. <laughs> it was quite hot. Now, um, drugs and how they were utilized. Now, this is where, you know, the quote unquote, the hippie movement came in. Hippie movement stood for a lot of things, right? Generally, liberation um, in many different aspects. One aspect being, you know, being able to freely um, dabble in certain substances to liberate our bodies, right? In the form of plants. Specifically, cannabis. Um, and people use other things too, like um, more so hallucinogenic plants, right? That were at the time illegal. Some still are in some certain states. Um, however, <laughs> legislations are being moved. Things are changing. Um, so that era alone, um, you know, stands a test to the evolution of plants and the evolution of the human mind. And this 80s era was really a time of extremities and normally in history a time of extremities is a time of change right and we can even see this looking at the stars in regards to medical astrology uh which i've really been looking into lately in regards to chiron and how it's been 
reflected in our times of change. Yeah, and it's quite fascinating. So that's, that was definitely the 80s, you know, that pendulum of extremity from, you know, us wanting liberation um, and owning our bodies to the point where, you know, to the other side of the pendulum, uh, to where we would sacrifice one another um, for experimentation purposes. So, like I mentioned earlier, you know, in regards to astrology, looking up and around us, really, our surroundings are a reflection of who we are. I'm going to say that again. Our surroundings are a reflection of who we are. So knowing this and the mind and how it works, you know, using those three tiers of the mind and integrating plants, we can do uh, so much. You know, the potential is infinite. So in regards to plants and your subconscious mind, I want you to remember this acronym the next time you want to really dive into your human experience. And this acronym is BIR, B-I-R, and stands for three things. So the first one, B, stands for breath work. Now, breath work I've been talking about in our monthly musings newsletter extensively for many reasons. Uh, however, breath work, it's been known in the scientific community that breath work, breath work does a lot, <laughs> does a lot for our bodies. Not only does it help, you know, namely by leveling out our cortisol levels and our hormones, it also helps to stimulate our pineal gland, which the pineal gland works with other systems such as the endocrine system to help um, balance our circadian rhythms, uh, help to ensure our melatonin levels are in check. And the pineal gland actually in regards to medical astrology is ruled by the planet Neptune. And Neptune, uh, its archetype is known for, you know, delusions or illusions, uh, the inner parts of our mind, and yeah so and the third eye so using breath work can really help you know once you initially connect with the plant like i mentioned in an early episode in regards to botanical meditation so whichever form of meditation that you use in regards to connecting with a plant um you want to start with breath work so that'll help you know calm down um any excitement within the body um you know, which is necessary <laughs> regarding the world that we live in, right? Uh, busy, busy, you know, capitalistic um, world. However, being conscious of that, you can mitigate the effects of, you know, a, a capitalistic society, which essentially is just chronic stress. So having this awareness can help you tap into your self more deeply so using breathwork can help you in that form so that's b now nextly the i stands for intuition now intuition now this just refers to the techniques that i had mentioned earlier in regards to psychoanalysis so tapping into your intuition how should you go about doing that with using 
plants. Now you can go about this certain ways. Um, initially, I advise people to use their um, their sense, right? Whichever sense that they're or sense that they're more in tuned with, go with that. So if you're a more visual person, um, use your eyes. Right, tune into your dreams. Use your visionary, um, your imagination more regularly to tap into your intuition. If you're more inclined to hearing, right, you love music, you love listening to people, right, or talking is a form of hearing, right. So, you, in that sense, um you may get subliminal messages from your intuition from different um sounds music might be an inspiration for you motivational talks however that may come to you via your hearing uh tap into that so using your sense in that aspect will really help you uh gain a connection with your intuition and going like going on to that um in Implementing the techniques in regards to psychoanalysis um, will help in that regard. So once you've mastered the senses, you can go further by using those techniques, you know, of dream work, um, hypnosis, and regression. So although those aren't necessary, um, it'll definitely help you dive further into, you know, tapping into your intuition. And then lastly, the R is for record. Record, record. You need some sort of system to where you're analyzing these subliminal messages from yourself, <laughs> really. That's the unconscious and subconscious mind. Um, from yourself and, you know, your surroundings um, that you might miss while you're awake in your conscious state. So writing down and tracking down these messages will really help you. So that way you can look back. You have a reference point. And you can grow from looking back at, um, you know, your progress. So for me personally, I talk about dream journaling a lot. <laughs> if you know me personally, I bring it up a lot. Um, and I've been doing that for, wow, since 2006. It's been a hot minute. <laughs> so, you know, having records... For example, for dream analysis, using your techniques, you know, once you implement those techniques for psychoanalysis, then you want to establish a recording mechanism. So whether it's writing them down in a journal, making notes in your computer on your notepad, because not everyone's inclined to writing, which is completely understandable. You only have one wrist. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, yeah, writing them down, you know, talking to your phone in your voice recorder. Um, any kind of system that you can implement to record them down, use that. And that'll help you tremendously in regards to tapping into your subconscious. So with that being said, I want to challenge you. Um, this is a great time right now as we're in Pisces season, which is ruled by Neptune. Um, so I want you to, I want to challenge you to really tap into your subconscious mind so and you can do this all these techniques without utilizing a plant however it just makes the experience more fun 
right? That's the point of life, right? You want to enjoy your experience. That's what someone reminded me yesterday at the grocery store. <laughs> it's a nice reminder. Um, as serious as things can get, enjoy life. So I want to challenge you. Pick a plant. Um, designate a tea time to sit down and connect with this plant. Not necessarily a tea time. However you choose to meditate with this plant or connect with it. And then you may further and go on. Pick a technique that you want to use. Um, whether it's dream work or hypnosis. Um, and then dive deep. And go in without expectation. Right? Um, they say in relationships, expectations ruins <laughs> everything. The same is in regards to our own experience. So go about this approach without any expectations without any fear right um because i will just you know it'll just hinder everything and it won't be memorable <laughs> um yeah so ditch the expectations ditch the fear um and go in with an open heart and see what the plant or plants if you choose to work with multiple see what they want to um say to you and be open to that yeah all right guys so that concludes this week's episode on plants and how to tap into your subconscious mind take care fellow plant lovers and until next week i will check you then next week we'll be talking about emergency medicine on the go all right ciao for now